0: Dollars and set fire
1: thousand dollar car. Fun. You, you see, I did three, two, fun. Three, two, fun. That was really, that was, that was good. Trying to set the scene, trying to set the, the, the tone for our uh, our ninety-first podcast ever. I think this is ninety-two. Our ninety-second podcast ever. Y- yeah, ninety-one hasn't come out yet. It's the one where we're driving around oh, talking yeah. about Cobra Commando. Oh my god, I can't wait till that one comes out. That's the one that's going to really launch us into the stratosphere of comedy. It's going to—we're going to blow past, much like you, much like uh, Smashing Pumpkins blew past like uh, terrible Chicago fans like Shellac. We're gonna blow past all those motherfuckers. What about Urge Overkill? Blew past Urge Overkill. <laughs> they had Sister Havana, but come on, man. That's a fucking bar song. Here we are. We're gonna blow past everyone with our biting commentary. In a van. Get in the in van. Get in the van, dude. Did I tell you that I listened to the Henry Rollins podcast recently? No, I didn't know there was one. How's oh, that? No, I listened to it on July fifth actually the day after our morning after Um, that it's thrilling actually did i tell you that story Did i tell you i we haven't talked in a little while i had no we haven't i had a seizure it was great what oh yeah yeah. holy shit oh yeah it's really good okay let's let's get into this let's get into it okay okay so july 4th andrew and i had a fucking hell of a time if you were following us on periscope overnight drive on periscope uh you'll see that we uh got into a little bit of a party scene on Lark Street in Albany. Can you still watch that? I, sh- I think it's gone it's after gone. 7 days. Yeah, it's gone after less than that, I think a couple days and then but um it lives on forever and everybody's hard like you can see who watched it afterward and then we had a lot of like later on we had a lot of DV per- periscope DVRers. Great, right. like like when we, it's almost like we're cutting it for later use, because um, the people who watch it as it's happening, people, nobody really watches it live, but they watch later, which is nice. Interesting, I didn't know that. All right. Yeah, I had to turn the notifications off because I, in a frenzy, I followed a bunch of people, and then I get that woohoo, like that 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 noise that comes on like in the middle of the night, like, oh, Jordy from England is is uh. Periscoping his, you know, cooking breakfast. And-
2: thanks. I got those things, too. Yeah, so now, now I understand what was happening. Because I'd be like, my watch would go off. Like,
1: what the, what, 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 what,
2: And I'd see the little periscope thing, and I would know it was you'd, you. You'd be like, why?
1: Yeah, exactly. Why? See, it's more than, more than, uh, why. It's, the question is why. Um, anyway, so I, I, uh, after we parted ways, uh, I went and got very drunk. At I could see that coming. Because <laughs> I was, I was like, when I came back to the house, there was a party at my house, and I was like fifty-fifty on it. There wasn't a ton of people, but there was enough people that um, I needed to drink to not like want to just go lay down because everybody was different shades of annoying. I guess you could say. I like that you, the the concept of the party.
2: Maybe it was originally conceived to be a party, but it just turned out to be a lot of people sitting in your stoop.
1: Yeah, that's well, that's kind of an Albany party. Um, mm. Hey, dudes, we're gonna have a party, and we're gonna do the. Uh, we're gonna do, um, yeah. We're gonna do it right, and uh, it's tonight we're gonna do it right. And then you get, o- and then you come over, and it's like people drinking. Like, just pulling, like, they have, like, 12 packs of beer, and they're just pulling beers out and just drinking, drinking beers straight through. I was thrilled that the police really don't care. That's interesting. That's that's new for me. They they used to care a lot. The police are kinder, gentler, or uh, at least everybody at the party was white, so nobody cared. Yeah, I guess so. And we, I mean, it was like, Lark Street was like Fallujah. I mean, it was, there was a ton of fireworks going off, everybody was going crazy, and then there's these little packs of bike cops who just sort of ride around. And that's it. That's pretty. What uh, I found really interesting too was that um,
2: for whatever reason, whatever, like you're a block away from where the major fireworks are, and there was like no wind. No. No wind, like upper atmosphere, lower atmosphere. So all the smoke and shit just kind of fell onto the city, and everything was in this smoky haze. But then to <laughs> compound it, I guess it started to get colder because it, smoke and then like mist and fog started to roll in. <laughs> like as we were driving home, we could clearly see the demarcation yeah. line from where smoke stopped and mist started. It was really bizarre. So no, uh, no, yeah, it was a lot of fun.
1: The mist hung. It was like this is I I pointed out in the periscope, but like this is what it would be like after the when the bombs fall, man. Yeah, I, I'm really on like a post-apocalyptic or, or mid-apocalyptic tip lately, where I'm just sort of like, um, hey man, this is what it's going to look like when it all comes down. You know? Every
2: time I go into a rest area and there's like a McDonald's that fall, like full to capacity, it's yeah. the first thing I think of. It's like, oh yeah, when like when the first bomb falls, this is exactly what it's going to look it like really, everywhere. People
1: are going to run to places that make them feel good, or especially it's like that David Byrne movie um, where people are like, people go to the mall to feel better. This is where people yeah. are, are like Dawn of the Dead where like people, they remember this place. People That's come right. to yeah, feel they, better. <laughs> they felt a connection here. They felt a connection here. Wow, what a great movie. If you have a chance, go and watch the original Dawn of the Dead, not that fucking remake shit. I'm talking the original Dawn of the Dead, cool people, good acting, and uh, Old mall. Really good. Totally good. I think it's on Netflix right now. Totally good. Totally great. And if you were me in 2008, you could um, work at Kim's on St. Mark's. And um, Quentin Tarantino came in. And he was of course very loud and he had handwork mm-hmm. so we could do whatever he wanted and he said, This was like this was my real grad school. I came here every day and we were like, Cool. Yeah. Unless you're giving us a briefcase of money, like uh, so like nuts. <laughs> And then he's like, oh man, did you guys? I gotta tell you a story. If you ever want to get in on a, a, you ever want to get an IMDb profile, just say that you just lie about being an extra in a movie. Uh, The way I got my first acting job was I lied about being an extra in Dawn of the Dead, man. That's great. That's really good. I was like, oh oh boy. Fuck. (laughs) Oh boy. Man, you're responsible for some okay movies you're responsible for <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're responsible for some some like dedicatedly okay films like pulp fiction like that kind of I, stuff
2: like i haven't seen anything he's done in a long minute i still think jackie brown was by far the best movie he did by such oh, a my wide God. margin Bo-
1: bob de niro fucks bridget fonda and it's so good yeah
2: oh, it's really good yeah Ooh, it's, it's, good for it's, him that's his apex. I, 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 Unless he did something really stunning since, it's all pretty much been downhill.
1: That's his apex tech. Mm-hmm. That's when Quentin Tarantino took a weird career turn and, and enrolled in apex tech.
2: I love apex tech. It's around the corner <laughs> from my job, so I'll walk down there sometimes, and then it's just around noon a row of guys who look like they would stab you in a prison. You're yeah. just hanging out outside there. It's well, these sick. Are men,
1: these are men who uh, watch daytime television. And they're like, yeah. between episodes of Moray, they're like, have you ever thought, are you tired of working, not working for yourself? And they're like, yeah. They're like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'll start a career in auto repair or gun repair. And they're like, uh, I can, you know, I'm can. i good with my hands. I have a
2: lot of guns that need repair. I yeah. guess it's, it's I worth pist- a shot. I
1: pistol whipped my uh, landlord my my, my pistol with my landlord and my gun is now broken i need to go to apex (laughs) tech and learn how to
2: says i can't live here anymore
1: (laughs) that motherfucker says i can't live in here anymore but i have different plans for him i said look the only thing that talks volume in this house is the barrel of my fucking gun wow and he's like i'm gonna call the cops and then pete the pete the super came and he's like i'm gonna call the cops on you man I got that voice down now.
2: Man. We all know Pete doesn't snitch, though. It's, that, that's just, it's an empty no, threat.
1: He's gonna, yeah, he comes home, and he just shakes his head. you know, the kids are crazy these days. Kids <laughs> are crazy these days, man. Hey, back then, you said all things with your fists. Ayude-, <laughs> Ayude me. Yo quiero chocho hoy. I learned how to swear in Spanish just for the Pete thing. That is pretty Yo exciting. Yo
0: quiero
1: chocho hoy. la Means like it's like all kinds of sexy talk, you know? <laughs> like if a girl walks by, he's like, oh, you to touch Anyway, <laughs> um, okay. You know, you Anyway, to cho cho Means I want, uh, I want ass now or something like that.
2: Ah, um, you're gonna have that, you got that like fucking red slap mark on your, uh, on your face. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Anyway, I saw there's around uh, around the other side. All right, so Apex Tech is around one corner for me. Mm. And around the other corner is the Panera where the manager like roundhouse his employee and knocked around. Yes. Did you see this video? Holy yes. fucking
1: shit. Working at, working at Panera makes people tight, man.
2: Uh, seriously, this dude swung at her like she was fucking Latif Coyote. It was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> he,
1: he went down like Sugar Ray Leonard.
2: It was, was wild. I, I apparently I work in a pretty wild area. I thought it was I thought it was low key, but New apparently not.
1: No, New York is wild now. Uh-huh. People are on the street drinking beer. On the street drinking. I can't, I'm going to do a whole podcast. How about that? All right. On the street drinking beer. I will see you. I will see you. <laughs> I see, see you. I'm not going to tell your mother, but I know what's going down. I used to do the same thing at the same store because the the neighborhood is so neighborhood never changes neighborhood doesn't change so authentic you know it's like the lower bronx like it's like the southwest of bronx i guess near how you can take a bridge to harlem like a footbridge to harlem you know very quaint
2: Huh? Apparently that, that neighborhood's changing a lot. My friend is always trying to get us to move up there. He's really, he's, like s- he's fixated on me living in the Bronx, which so is some kind like of like, n- like sh-
1: no, I'm good. I'm all right. I'm here. So there's some kind of street concert going on with a guy with mm-hmm. a shopping cart and balloons. And
2: The word you're thinking of is vibrant.
1: Vibrant, yes. Vibrant night. Oh, the hottest nightlife. Vibrant. Totally vibrant. Totally... Um, you know, I mean, it's where everybody has sort of been funneled in, and, uh, you know, the old, the people who live in the neighborhood, you know, we welcome all, all open arms, you know, open, open arms, and, you know, that's, uh, that's the thing, and then, or, or you could live in Long Island City. That's, that's cool, too. I don't think I can afford that anymore. No? Shit. When we
2: first moved down here, we sort of did. Like, we lived, like, uh, not far off, like, yeah. I don't know, like, three seconds away from the border, but, uh. Yeah, not
0: no more. Not no more, man. Not no more. Now three people live in one bedroom.
1: As All right.
2: So Pete's, we're, hot, we're, Pete's hot take
1: on how rents have gone up.
2: I feel like we're, we'll we'll get into Pete and the South Bronx, and we, this this is a path that we're on yeah. that will will never branch <laughs> off. If, if I don't take the reins right now, I, reins. I can see where this goes. All right.
1: Well, let's talk about how my you know, okay. So um, preface this with I've started a new antidepressant medication called well, right. Wellbutrin, um, which is a generic term is bupropion. So some of I think. Probably 20% of the people listening are on Wellbutrin right now. And that sounds right. Yeah, because it's apparently a very popular, um, you know, you know don't, don't fuck up drug, and uh, here I am. So I'm taking it because I started getting a little depressed and a little stressed out at work. I've again been backed into a vacancy, into a corner where I am entirely too nice, and I say yes too much, and now I've become a work patsy.
2: Yeah, you got to say no all the time. I got
1: to assist. You know, I'm, I've learned my lesson. I haven't learned my lesson, actually. <laughs> I'm, Mr., I'm Mr. Make Everybody Happy, except for myself, which is, you put it on my headstone. I mean, that's how I've lived my entire life. Okay, but July 4th, after you leave, I get very drunk on uh, whiskey gingers. Like I drank like five, and I don't know how to drink. I still don't know how to drink. I've been drinking for six years now. Still haven't learned. So I'm maintaining like a day drunk. Like I started drinking like I don't know six. So drinking like a whore's Light. You know,
2: p- most people start drinking when they're like 16 and blow straight through to like
1: 32 before yeah. they
2: really kind of get it together. So you're you're on track at least. Uh,
1: I you uh, I don't know. I'm just. So I go and people are like, Oh my god, you know, there's something going on at Fuse Box, like acting doing the thing where everybody acts surprised, like I always talk about, Oh my god, Fusebox, go to Fuse Box and then I walk with a bunch of people who are like I could probably be their father at this point, you know, like I'm talking the like twenty one to twenty three range of people. Yeah, men I... and women. And Your then, man it, did feel old
2: at that at that gathering. Oh my god. <laughs> no question. I
1: felt I feels like Magic the Gathering. I felt terrible. <laughs> So and that's that's another reason why it was like you know it's like where do the it's like like where do oh, where do these like cool kids come from? They're kids. I mean they're like twenty 21, 22, 19. Some of them nineteen. Um, but I go there and uh, I wake up to discover that I'm getting a double blow job. Get the fuck out. I'm just kidding. No. All right.
2: God damn. It. I I thought this was going to be a great story. No,
1: in a perfect world I would have All right. I would have fell asleep drinking and woke up to two women who could no longer contain themselves and dragged me into the women's room, sat me on the toilet, yanked down my jeans and um Fucking said a hail mary, and then gave me a double blow job, and woke. That up. was
2: enough of a right turn that I you actually had me. It's very <laughs> rare you have me there. You, no, my uh, story terrible.
1: It. So I started drinking up pretty like uh, like a lot. Then I saw this is uh, this is a. I mean, it's it's been a while since I've told a terrible story.
2: People have been waiting. Yeah, with, people, with bated breath waiting, waiting for your life to fucking uh, turn to shit. Well, I can't wait. That that asshole needs to go what he deserves. So.
1: <laughs> It's morally reprehensible It's actually morally reprehensible (laughs) I miss the little buddy
2: um, I saw somebody on Facebook today refer to somebody else as morally strong, which like <laughs> I had to take a second shower when I read <laughs> It was like the creepiest thing. Um, of course, in like in reference to like a band thing too.
1: Motherfucker was just were like, they, Whoa, Were bizarre. they straight edge?
2: Like I don't know. People, I
1: people who are edge love to speak in those terms. They like they have that yeah. like Ray Capo speak. They're like, yeah, man, I'm totally uh, straight ahead, I'm morally morally straight. Um, sound. I'm totally safe and sound. Yeah, I'm totally over the edge right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was one of the grosser things I've seen. It was actually the grossest thing I've seen today. And I actually just for pure like you information's sake, I actually clicked on the link that brings you to the Reddit about <laughs> raping women.
1: Oh, my God.
2: And that was. St- oh, yeah. There's a re- <laughs> I shit. You know, this is a real thing. No, there's an entire subgroup Reddit about raping women. It is Jesus. like
1: and they didn't shut that one down.
2: I'm not, like, I'm not disturbed often, and I'm not even disturbed by this necessarily because it's, like, it's, you know, like, a bunch of, like, dudes doing fucking, like, anonymous internet shit. It's not disturbing. It just gives you an instant migraine because you can't put these people somewhere where they can get help. No. No. You know, like, they're just out there, and you just have to deal with it, and that's yeah, but that's a real thing. I, uh, I shit you not. Slash R raping women. If you wanna, if you wanna go and really look into the void for a few
1: minutes. <laughs> and I got shit directing people to USAsexGuide.info. Uh,
2: listen, you know, what's, I'm, what's I the record show. I'm reporting the news here. All right, this okay. is just what's going on on the internet. I, you know, I don't, uh, right. I don't condone or control it. It's just a real thing that's out there yeah. that uh, people with a lot of time in their hands can, I guess, partake in if you want. The famous last Really, words. I think we need maybe a predator. You know, yeah. like maybe the Predator from the movie Predator needs to come and uh, we need to get our priorities straight a little bit. No, no, no. Not maybe.
1: even that. Not even that. You remember that guy, the Equalizer, that from the television program? I don't remember that. Oh, man. You got to look up the Equalizer or Mike Hammer. I remember Mike Hammer. Yeah. Like those kind of guys. Or, um, oh, Robert Urich. Oh, uh, Spencer for Hire. Spencer for Hire. Yep. Uh, of course, Magnum. If they could get them all together, fuck like the superheroes or whatever. Get the the TV guys together, BJ and the Bear. I'm uh, not BJ and the Bear. Uh, Hardcastle and McCormick.
2: Oh, I do remember the Equalizer. Crazy yeah. like
1: a fox. Yeah, you know. Get Hardcastle and McCormick. You know that'd be great. And then they all the TV guys because they can, they they brawl too. They always do like that 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 ham fisted fights with people. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, ooh. And then they just go into they go to Reddit, and they fucking find the people there in Reddit, and they beat them up. Like they go to the building wherever the Reddit is, and they'll be they'll just bust in, and then they'll be like, "Here right, here we," you know. <laughs> yeah, like you know, many men enter, only one or a couple men leave, and who I, was, you, you know whose side they're on. Who was the <laughs> the bounty hunter in Werewolf? Oh, shit. I it's going to
2: drive me nuts if I don't remember this. That's the dude I want kicking in the doors at fucking Reddit, Reddit R slash. Lance Gaults Or Lance LeGault. <laughs> Lance LeGault.
0: Le- 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 <laughs> Lance LeGault yeah.
1: and Charles Napier with a sawed-off shotgun. Right? can be fucking fantastic, Or at- not even like a pool cue in a sock, you know? And they go to a gas station and they're like, man, we've been driving around for like an hour. Can you tell us where uh, slash R rate is? <laughs> And they're like, oh, yeah, man, it's down there, you know, you, 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 uh, if you pass the sh- if you the sh- the burnt-out Shonies, you went way too far. You have to go back.
2: <laughs> if you pass slash R Psychonaut,
1: you've gone too far. <laughs> so somewhere in Los Angeles, there's R, slash R, and then, you know, it's just a bunch of, like, Nissan Sentras and then, like, pickup trucks parked. It just look, looks like a normal office. But then you go in, and it's horrible. You know, it's <laughs> horrific. It's just a lot of people sitting around just talking about rape. And you ta- you Pretty take much what out. this is. It's uh, it's it's a scene. Yeah. So you send the action heroes in, breaking glass, causing a big th- big thing, and you call. They call the cops because they're like, well, and the cops find out where they are, and they're like, oh, oh, sorry, the phone's not working. Oh, oh, and it's totally like, <laughs> totally like action sitcom. they are like, oh, yeah, I can't hear you. Sorry. And then they beat the shit out of the rapists, all of them.
2: In America. That would be fantastic. What if, what if they sent Sledgehammer in? I forgot about Sledgehammer, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going through the list of these old shows. And uh, yeah, there's my man, Alan Spencer, wrote it. Oh, my
1: God. It. What if they sent the greatest American hero to sla- backslash R? What if they sent the Bumpus's dogs who are howling right now to slash R? would be great.
2: You know how good that microphone is, though? I don't even hear that shit. I know. Nice.
1: This microphone is really changing my vibe. Ah, I hear him now. Never mind. Yeah, man, yeah, bumpus bumpus those dogs are uh one was on my back porch yesterday. I felt exactly like Christmas story. <laughs> I was I was like gonna lace up a pair of boots and go. Oh, kick we could send him. the
0: father
2: from Christmas story. He was pretty no nonsense. He yeah. could probably take he'd a like, uh, the... take a slash R or two.
1: Oh, he'd be like Bing Bing Oi because you know he like would never actually swear. He'd be like, You Tommy Knocker boy but he was also uh
2: Kolchak the Night Stalker. And he loved a good pair of legs.
1: He did love good pair of legs. That's true. Yeah, and his wife was Darren mad- McGavin. Darren McGavin. And his wife, was, right. his
2: wife was mad young. All right, so we're sending in Darren McGavin, Charles Napier, <laughs> fucking, uh, I forget the guy who was in Sledgehammer, Charles, whatever the fuck his name was. Charles
1: de Gaulle. Uh,
2: L- Lance de Gaulle. Prime, um, uh, Prime
1: Minister of France, Charles de Gaulle. Charles de Gaulle. <laughs>
2: This is our fucking Expendables. This is this is yeah. the people who I want to see get together. Half of them are dead.
1: This is our slash our expendables. Chuck Connors. Chuck Connors would be great, man. The Fall guy, yeah, really good. Um, the the last living BG. Oh fuck, yeah, perfect. Yeah, he'd be great. He would be. He would bring in. He, he's probably smarter than those dudes, and he has more money. So they're like, listen to him. They're like, all right, you
2: know. And, uh, who Whoever played uh, I forget his name the the guy who played Sergeant Hulka.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, Sergeant Hulka
2: died that'd be I, you know, he's there i think all these guys are dead. <laughs> i think everyone i want to see in a movie is dead unfortunately oh my god
1: um um uh bernie no, i'm gonna start writing
2: this script and i ah, bernie gets troublesome Getz. man i don't know i feel
1: like bernie gets might be on fucking oh my god slash he's art raping urban, no he's an urban uh, fight he fights for the rights of uh people like you and me man <sighs>
2: Nah, Ber- Bernie Getz Bernie- gives me a little bit of pause. Listen, it's not like I haven't wanted to execute somebody in a subway train. Like, I feel that <laughs> part of him. It's all right. But, like, it, the later years of Bernie Getz have somehow gotten weirder yeah, yeah, than yeah.
1: the earlier years. He did shoot a teenager in the back and say, yeah. "and say, this one's not dead yet. <laughs> like, so maybe. Bad enough uh, that
2: he did it that he actually had to give, like, a comic book style fucking yeah. uh, commentary to it. This
1: one wants another. <laughs> All right, so Nance. no Bernie gets. All right, Chuck Connors is like, "Who's that guy?" Oh, it's Bernie it's the subway, yeah, no. it's the subway vigilante, Bernie goes, oh, sub- no, we run a clean ship here. Bernie, you're out of here. Okay, and he drives off in like a '74 Impala. Yeah. All right, so I heard this was a paying gig. I'm going to sue whoever uh, directed me here. He's like all oh, like nerdy. He's got this car full of electronics.
2: Oh, huge nerd, huge nerd. That guy like CB
1: radios. He carries a heater though. You watch I, who you I'm try to I'm quite sure rub. of it. Watch you try to rub. He's carrying a '38. Boom! Boom! And he reloaded and shot more. <laughs> shot the dudes again. Terrible. So
2: how do we? Okay, so let's backtrack. All right. Okay, so yeah, slash R is a real thing. Um, that was still not the grossest thing compared to this guy talking about morally straight shit for band stuff. And now we're back yeah, to Yeah, we
1: were we, uh, where we left off was uh, two women. Um, yes B- double blowjobbing me against well not against my will but i was intoxicated so that's
2: and chuck connors is watching it's weird <laughs> oh
1: my god chuck Connors! it's real chuck connors is here and he's like Don't like he's behind me. the privacy curtain but it's very
2: sheer and you can <laughs> clearly see him through
1: his... I, uh, the privacy curtain has become portable at this point i put it that's up great i put it up in the uh, women's bathroom fuse box um <laughs> all the people who are intending on going to overnight drive con you can come dressed as the fuse box Or the privacy curtain. That's also a really good one. Anyway, uh, I drink like five whiskey gingers after drinking beer pretty much all day. I'm good after the third one. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm starting to dance, feeling loose, acting like a total idiot. Uh, As soon as I start drinking liquor, I start sweating really badly. So my shirt is soaked, right? Now, I know why men in the club take their shirts off, uh, but I don't look good with my shirt off. And I'm, you know, I'm a little prowly, you know, just like, hey, what's up, you know, and, uh. I um I get really fucking drunk so I sit down like i this is after the six one I just pounded it and I sit down next to the ATM and I black out and I Oof. wake up choking and um my one of my neighbors was sitting next to me, like at the table so
2: no one really no one noticed that you were laying there passed out next to an ATM in this club and then woke up choking. Everyone just walking around like it's fucking whatever.
1: I fell I I just leaned left against the ATM and I lost up maybe like I don't know, I lost a little block of time. I don't This know. bar needs to be fucking closed. This is fucking unbelievable. <laughs> I lost a little block of time. I woke up and I was choking and I couldn't get any air. Imagine John Taffer walked in and saw that. <laughs>
2: Yeah. This guy's dying over here, and he can't even take the time to look and see. That would be great.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> that's a great John Taffer impression. I don't you think know, I have be been working imagine. on it. Hey. If you're not going to take care of this, then I'm out of here. He always threatens and I'm going to take care of it. He always threatens to walk out. Like That's his big thing. <laughs> and people are like, go. go okay. And then the one dude runs out. Mr. Taffer, we <laughs> need you. I run a
2: bar. My life is in
1: fucking shambles. Yeah, you I don't run care. a bar. Leave. Like, you may, you turn a profit once this year. Maybe. On Super Bowl weekend. That was it. Oh, we're going to do this every weekend now, guys. Let's get it together. Anyway, um, so I wake up and I'm choking and I can't breathe. So I stand up and I'm finally like... <gasps> and uh, I, I just thought that I got really way too drunk. And... Uh, I really felt really cold and really clammy, and very out of breath and exhausted, and I started pounding water. And thankfully, I walk there. So I once I get my, have my feet, I, I walk home. Um, and I really freaked out because I've never felt like this in my life. I felt like my batteries were like, I felt like my my batteries were like almost almost dead. It's that weird feeling like, you remember? when you used to play like a, a tape boombox and the tape started getting all slow. That's how oh, I yeah. felt. Jesus. And I came home, woke up with the worst like drill in your head hangover ever. And uh, I Googled seizure symptoms and I had some of them because <laughs> I was like, that That wasn't normal. Like I, I it just wasn't normal. And um, I think I had a seizure from drinking on my medication when I wasn't supposed to
2: is that a side effect of it
1: yeah big time all right like it's it's like says in uh, the the thing know when you get a prescription from target and you don't read any of the papers they give you it says in gigantic letters like drinking alcohol is not advised with this medication
2: Wow. i've only gotten one prescription in my entire life what was that valtrex it was valtrex <laughs> 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 an awesome weekend at the cape but I yeah uh, nah, you're paying, I paying the price
1: man it's the gift that keeps on... Well, it's not really the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, what? You have one outbreak ever? Uh, it's, so far, it's been all right. You know, I keep yeah, it under keep it me. under control. Yeah, and sometimes it's like, ah, uh, it's just not a good night to kiss. It's just not yet. It's just don't come near me. Don't come near I'm just going to sleep on the couch. <laughs> I'm sacking. oh, I'm so... Ah, and you don't want to let on that you're having like a major, like, major How outbreak. How long? How long do you think... Because somebody out
2: there is doing this right now. Somebody is... In a long-term relationship, mm. but is fucked around on the side or something, and has they burn him Fucking yeah, they, they, they're burning. What do you think the world record for holding out on your partner and just finding reasons to be like, no, no, I just not not, I have to sleep on the couch tonight. I'm hot. Um, <laughs> well, is. I
1: mean, you can sleep next to somebody who has it. I yeah, thought. but then you
2: know, like you have to you have to extricate yourself from the situation. Yeah, Otherwise, true, you know,
1: they're, they're, canoodling could happen. There's canoodling. You know, you're like. Um, Oh, it's so nice in the air conditioned room. Let's sleep naked tonight and have hanky panky. Mm -hmm. She does that shower, like the hint shower, you know. I love the hint shower. I love the hint shower. I'm taking a a shower, so, you know. uh, I'm going to walk in naked. Should I get dressed? No. And then you're like, uh, it's like booming in your head. Like, you know, you got the bad call from the doctor. (laughs) They're like, son, you're burning. And they're like, son, you be burning. You be burning, son. And they're like, oh my God, what an unprofessional doctor. Uh, oh okay. Um, Insurance so, at work sucks. No, you just got to be honest, man. Straight up. Be like, look, I'm burning. Uh, I don't know how long I've been burning, but I'm burning. Bronx is burning. <laughs>
2: I want to know from everyone listening, is there one person listening who's holding out on the fact that they've got an STD and they don't want to tell their partner? Oh, my God. We, we a, won't use your name, but I'm very curious. That's like a
1: fucking What a nightmare scenario. Jesus. Yeah,
2: I can't think of a more like whoa like that that is a dark scene
1: yeah i mean that's, that's, a, that's wild a conversation ass. you have quickly that's like a band-aid discussion you're just like yeah. i just gotta tell you i rip it off just be like okay yeah um i uh got tested and um remember my re- weekend at the cape yeah
2: uh <laughs> i don't even know where the cape is i don't know what i'm talking i went about.
1: to provincetown and i'm just there to dance and before you knew it um there's some other stuff going on i just messing around in uh you know just mess around in a gay way and uh i'll just I'll, i would present it just like that i'm just messing around in a gay way it's not really cheating it's ex- exploration you know it's Baby like A gay way yeah you know i'm messing around in a gay way it's like uh you go into a dealership no uh, to test drive a car knowing you're not going to buy the car but you're still going to do the test drive and i never done that should i start doing that yeah definitely we Is should that fun? we should totally do that and drive with the guy and interview him that's a good idea. And to go to different car shops. Like, we'll go to one in Houston and be like, hey, man, what do you think about uh, Ian McKay? And then he'll be like, I don't know. Uh, the power steering in the... Uh, it's great. <laughs> the power steering. Oh, well, that power steering's uh, good. Have you ever messed around? uh <laughs> you ever gone cr- kind of crazy with someone you don't know? <laughs> you ever gone to the Cape? <laughs> you ever gone to the Cape before? <laughs>
2: This is a dark episode. We've no, gotten uh, seizures. We've gotten rape. We've gotten uh, STDs. What, uh, what what else is in the hopper for this us right now? This is a
1: beautiful episode, Andrew, because it just shows. And th- I mean, and if you like, I said before, all you fucking nostalgia people, people born like eighty eight on, like oh, I miss the nineties. I was too young. I don't want to cross my fingers. Cross my arms. Rah, pout. You know, like. Welcome. <laughs> Merp. Welcome. Welcome. Here we are. It's like the extremely, extraordinarily PC 90s. Here we are. There's going to be a backlash. There's going to be some. Yeah, something. I... Mm, man, because uh, the, the backlash
2: after the PC 90s was like...
1: Let's fucking rip shit up, fucking limpisky Yeah, oh, shit. it was
2: just it was just like straight ignorant. That was pretty fucking tough to yeah, live through. Like the nineties were tough uh, to live through. Like that you, shit was real tough.
1: Like in the beginning, in the to the mid nineties, you had like oh, socially conscious, rock the vote, you know, and no condom, no love, you know, everybody was fucking rolling. And then like around two thousand, around ninety seven, everyone's just like fuck it, I'm gonna get drunk and fuck bitches, and I'm gonna lick nipples too. And I'm gonna fucking burn shit down, and I'm gonna listen to Limp Bizkit, and like the same people who were socially conscious were just like fucking wasteoids all of a sudden. That's exactly yeah. the same thing that's going to happen. But I feel like it, the
2: backlash is going to be worse now, and I can't I can't articulate how because you can't know these things until you're you, you can't even know them when they happen. You can almost almost only know them in hindsight. Oh, like at the time, yeah. no one was like, "Well, this is the inevitable backlash," for, you know, from like Rage Against the Machine or yeah. whatever. It's only when you go back and you're looking like, oh yeah, that's like yeah, yeah, the the fucking hill people really took over the fucking uh, Mm -hmm. town
1: square there for a minute. I think it's just going to tumble further into like the Kanye West, like "Ah, I think I think I'm a genius, like I really think I'm a genius, like it's going to go into that territory. I uh, there's a a person who performs music in in and around Albany who fancies himself like an artist, you know, excellent. But I saw him at a show, and he was. Have I, he,
2: take a, have I taken a swing at this person before? No,
1: no. You, I mean, if you still worked at, at Valentine's, you probably would. Yeah, but um, he. I saw him uh, at a show, and he was drawing on his arm with a sharpie. Mmm. Like that's very nineties. That's a very nineties thing to do. And um, uh, it was pretty crazy, <laughs> I
2: think. We'll just refer to him as Mr. Attention from now on. Yeah,
1: Mr. He was so he was such a showy Joey. Oh my god, he was Mr. Attention and he had like this harem of like like um not even fives uh around him, like women wise. If I'm gonna be like a bro for a minute. Like if I was drinking Patron right now, I'd be like, Yo, he didn't even have a fucking five with him Well, those
2: <clears throat> when you're like yeah, like a uh an artist, a deep artist in Albany, you, for whatever reason, are surrounded by women who wear
1: smocks. Oh my God. Yes. You know, I, I don't know that, what it is, that's but so like, true. it's just how it goes. Yeah, like, not, you not cool, smock core. No, like, not glamorous in the least, man. If I roll up to you and you don't know who Jenny Holzer is, man, I got nothing for you, dog. All right. If you don't know who my man Keith Herring is, forget it. I'm dropping a little art now. You don't know who my man fucking Patrick Nagel is. Like, come on. And he's like, oh, no, you know, I I just do, um, I'm doing like a noise thing later. And, uh, you know, I just got some other stuff going on. I think I might move to L.A. soon, you know. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, it's a lot of my friends are out there and it's just like everything they say about it, it just feels really right, you know, just to kind of go out there and just... Um, you know, just, like, try of maybe find work, uh, out there, you know, or just, you know, do art. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever happened to... Uh, all right, so
2: this will be a little bit of a gift for people who know the band, uh, but also it'll probably be maddening because we're gonna talk about somebody we wrote a song about, uh, but, and not, of course, not mention them by name, so whatever, but, like... Whatever happened to the dude that we wrote uh, what, you, what is that fucking song called? Uh, Gray Morrow about Oh my
1: god, he's still he's still around. He's the worst He's still around. Yes, Holy oh, hell. I love that he's dude, still around. That dude looks like Beaker from the Muppets. <laughs> Holy hell.
2: I took I took the same punch that fucking manager Panera swung at his Ooh. fucking uh, his employee it was the same punch that I threw at this dude. Oh
1: my he, god! I
2: actually didn't connect, but I've never seen someone leave Valentine so quickly. It was fucking
1: wild. Those dudes are the level worst. Yeah, is that still happening? Yeah. Ooh, Ooh big time.
0: God, oh, you need to hang it up. I oh, need to dorks. leave
1: the city limits. <laughs> I'll move I'll just move outside the city limits. That doesn't I mean I don't have to move I mean i have to move across the country. I'll just move outside the city limits and promise to never go back.
2: Yeah. And so yeah. Alright, well that's that's your end of a year fucking content for uh, for this episode. Yeah,
1: man. And, and uh I think we have some end of year questions. I reviewed the questions quickly. But um right, do you wanna go through some of these things?
2: We're we're at about the halfway point, which is usually when we when you're in the middle of a story and I stop you, and I'm like, "Hey, let's do some questions," do it. and then like, it, it, there's this weird moment of tension where we're no,
1: sort of no, no, sort of no. Of we forgetting. never have any tension, man. No matter no how tension. hard you try, we're just tight bros from way back, man. Just having fun, making music, and doing it doing it the right way. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that means <laughs> it's like so,
2: you'd find it in the back of a video box yeah
1: having fun making music and doing it the right way Gabri's like a good foil she's like oh you guys that we forgot Gabri at the gas station and we back up you know It'd be like a campy fun movie we'd make a million dollars and money would tear us apart
2: i think we finally like were too it was it, I think it was a little too much overnight drive for her for that she uh, seemed very <laughs> I think she seemed the last day I think she was not the feeling last it.
1: days Gabri I've never seen her but she seemed apoplectic about the, my presence and
2: not about your presence about know. doing the
1: podcast I think she was just out of podcast anecdotes no, I think that she was like I'm on vacation I know you live here but you don't have to be here every day
2: all right, you're on some self hate thing no, right now. I'm, just, no, I'm, I'm just, not, not t- going to indulge you on that. No, we are g- going to get back to I'm your lifestyle, right? In in, uh, in a little bit, we're going to we're going to do these questions, and we're going to get back to that and like stop you from having seizures. Yeah, but, no, uh, I, I
1: haven't. I had one beer on my birthday, and I haven't had. Happy a, birthday, by the way. Thank that's, you very uh, much. It's exciting. 38 years young. Um, you know, I mean, I like to think that I can still pull that young trim. Uh, I can. I I have some salt and pepper starting uh, starting in my hair, which is cool. It's like the day I turned 38 is the day I started finding gray hairs, which is That's cool. That's pretty sick. So cool.
2: It's so cool. <laughs> I think the day I turned like 24, I started finding I them.
1: know. You've been gray since day one. But uh, just let, you, let all you uh, young, all the, the fucking stinky 22-year-old listening to us right now who hasn't learned how to wash yet, it gets better, man. Like when you turn 38, you're like on top of the world looking down at creation, man. That's all you got to do. It does get better. does uh, get yeah, better. Life gets that. better. You start you start fucking pulling interesting women, cool times, good music. <laughs> doing it right doing it right, you know. Uh okay, let's read some uh let's read some questions, man. You got that open?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh hi Hans, was that you singing on the new Bear Mattress singer?
1: Hell yeah. Take care. How very yeah. pleasant of them. Hell yeah. Th- thanks. Man. I, I couldn't possibly be you. The vocals sounded somewhat in tune. A lot of bare mattress questions. Yeah, man. I don't know. I uh, I released a song yesterday, and um, Andrew heard it. And
2: I did. I listened to it today. Although oh. I heard a rough mix of it beforehand, though.
1: Yeah, that's true. I sent you a rough mix because <laughs> I value your opinion in most things. Um, what did you think, Andrew?
2: I thought it was good. I uh, there there's some mixed tweaks I would do. Yeah. I think uh, I think I should just come up, and we should recut all these in one big session, uh, and I'll
1: I'll just track them. I
0: need uh, to get off
1: this. I'm playing with this fucking boss Doctor Rhythm Rhythm Station. That's what I have. See, I think
2: you can make that thing sound good, but it's just it's it it require it requires more tweaking and yeah compression and equalization and all that shit that i can reasonably do over the phone with you, <laughs>
1: you know? like, no please come up and please contribute uh, please become please be a member you are a member of bear mattress you can drop in whenever you'd like
2: sick and there's uh, a, a, a yet another band that i am a member of that i can drop in whenever i like and that i never take advantage <laughs> of.
1: no man you know it's uh i have i have thing I, ha- I would like to think i have less of a uh there's less of a uh you know a big thing around me because i don't have that many songs so there's less pressure man that's less a, pressure, less pressure. Well, there's
2: both. a uh, uh what i find to be a very quality reference in uh, in this last song um thank All you right. thank
1: you for your opinion andrew i appreciate it as always that Here was a uh, one of the few times that i've solicited your opinion i usually just get it
2: yeah, usually, usually <laughs> it just comes to you. So, this you. fucking
1: sucks with leave. Sucks with leave. But I, I, uh, I believe you because I know you'd tell me if you didn't like it. Correct. Um, so uh, that's great. And uh, it's uh, it's the, probably the most, probably the strongest uh, effort I put forth. I, I'm feel comfortable recording now, and I'm not just like like the first two songs were very passive and like left in obvious timing mistakes, and this one was just very, very effortless. So, um, any other questions you want to ask me about my band, dude? Yeah. Uh,
2: well, this isn't a question. Played bare mattress to all the models at the photography oh. studio I work at. Good luck. They hated the first one you put up, like the rest. Unfortunately, they ignored me and chose to eat, lunch, uh, eat their lunch, they're misspelled, uh, at the other two tables in the <laughs> lunchroom. <laughs> I'm never showing anyone wow. anything again.
1: I'm glad, glad to know that uh, any, any type of music I make continues to alienate women.
2: Yeah, you just, you just found like, your, <laughs> your audience right there.
1: I believe end of the year probably had <clears throat> 10 female fans ever
2: yeah oh without a doubt, yeah,
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you're playing my music, expecting to get some cutty, um that's that ain't it, man, this ain't it it
2: was like it was funny when we would go out on like tours and weekends and whatnot, uh like I know Gab trusts me to not like fuck around uh, as she should,, yeah. but like, you could always tell in the back of her mind she was always just a little concerned because yeah. it would be going to shows at bars and drinking and in normal circumstances there are women there and next women you know. gravitate towards band people. I, I absolutely yeah. understand. And the it. next
1: thing you know, Andrew's getting a double blow job
2: until, yeah. And then Chuck Connors is watching me. <laughs> like Chuck Connors, Hey, you're dead. And B, you're not supposed to
1: be in here. And then it becomes, it's Sean uh, Doody in a wig. Oh my God.
2: Oh my God. Well, all right. He can watch. All right. That's cool. Um, but yeah, like there was no adequate way to explain to her. Like, I can virtually guarantee the presence of no women I, at the entire I, tour. Don't when worry. When I
1: did The girl in New York, it was like it was like it was like a fucking funeral. Every time I leave for tour, and I'm like, I assure you, the loft we're playing in Cincinnati has zero women. Yeah, and like and, it's like I assure you, like none of us get women ever, <laughs> ever. Like, and like I
2: say, assure in such a meaningful way. I you know, like I can tell. you. I have a superpower where I can tell the fucking future, and there
1: will be no women no at this show. Women. It's I all might, good. I might not even beat off. That's how. That's how low, <laughs> low sex these tours are. These tours. This is. This is uh, like, no, it's not going to happen.
2: I wish I meditated back then because I feel like that would just be that would be like a retreat almost. Yeah, just like ten days of silence and no interaction.
1: Yeah, Europe is a, Europe was a different story, though, my friend. <laughs> that, well, yeah, for you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, no, not Andrew was always a straight shooter. He always played oh. it real right. Andrew liked the drink. <laughs> I did like the drink? Andrew likes the oh. drink, but
2: although, man, I think, I think Germany beat me. I think I just didn't drink as much after Germany yeah.
1: because those dudes just like, my God, that was next level. Yeah, no, the the beer like oh they're like ch- swilling down eight uh, cans of like eight percent beer.
2: Like, what was that show where they showed up, where they went away for five minutes and came back and they came back with more beers than 15 people could ever Ever. hope to drink. Like, it was $8 US. Oh my god. Yo, what? What? Like, what? Yeah, like, those guys can put it the fuck away. Holy shit. I wish I
1: drank back then. It would have been a lot more fun.
2: Yeah, you didn't miss much. Like, the one night that we went out, uh... Like was fun in in that way. I, you know, what I we definitely talked about it on the podcast in yeah. the past. But the only clear recollection I have of like that tour in as it involves drinking is waking up in that weird old hippie's house. Yeah. After going to bed three and a half hours beforehand and feeling the worst I've ever <laughs> felt, so, with all the Germans who were drinking more than me were still drinking when I went to bed, all standing over me, fully dressed, being like, "Come on, we have to go. It's time to go." Oh my god. Shit. Yeah. Like, mm mm. Nah, I think Germany was. I think Germany was. That was the apex of my drinking in my life. I think it, yeah. it went cleanly downhill after that.
1: Um, the lyrics to your bare mattress stuff are also really good. Okay. Um, <laughs> was that the whole question? <laughs> no, they're blunt and convey emotion, which is all you want. All the songs make me teary. Oh, wow! each song was uh I wrote each ly- I wrote the lyrics like unconsciously, but I realized that every song is about someone I know in Albany. That's great <laughs> without doubt like and I only realized that after I wrote them, which is pretty awesome um this is my one of my favorite other. questions. Can you assholes do one end of year reunion show? just one the classic lineup, all those good songs just for a night. can you put ego aside <laughs> for one night? And give the people what they want. Nope. I don't think that's gonna happen, man.
2: No, nope, I can virtually guarantee that will never happen. Yeah. You can do it. I don't I don't mean you I mean you could do it too if you want, <laughs> but I mean you the listener could do it. I don't <laughs> yeah, care.
1: Should I do like a tour like an acoustic tour? Like me, but yeah, do it. Playing all the end of a year hits. I you know what people would actually come to that, I think. Probably. Like, oh I'll play this and I you know, it would be like um like Owen, but not attractive at all.
2: <laughs> what if you tore doing that just acoustic show and you call it hans on pills and you're just on pills all night as you oh do my it god that's that'd be next d- level stop
1: giving me great ideas man <laughs> 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 my god coming up soon hans on pills uh, i could do a whole tour of somebody book it i could just play play and sing end of year songs people could just request songs um and i could be ripped up on pills perfect <laughs> quaaludes all kinds of shit that would be the thing. Like, you can pay the admission or you can meet me outside and give me pills and I'll get you in. Like, oh, like shit. Mo- like, like Motorhead style, you know?
2: Call line tonight, I have some content. Oh. Uh, I wish I had seen this. We should have set that up. That. Maybe we'll do that next week.
1: Yeah, I mean, if this person has content, um, let me put it this way, pal. Uh, this is a two-man show. If you have some content, yeah, you, you better you are, come man? strong. You better, ha- you better be like Big Balls Pete Carroll for the Seahawks, man, because you're going to make those. If you think you can keep up with us, you're, you're dreaming. First of I all. I
2: suggested putting uh, Pete Carroll on, uh, on Tim Ferriss' <laughs> podcast this week. Really? Yeah. I, That's awesome. I don't know if it's going to happen, but, I mean, it was a <laughs> suggestion I threw out there. I think it would be a really interesting interview.
1: You know, we should just, like, do all, like, people ask for media availability probably all the time for these dudes. What if we just asked and they're like, okay,
2: I guess, yeah.
1: <laughs> I should really, you know, I mean, now that we're entering our third year of the podcast, I should really like, um, draw up like a one sheet, like detailing our triumphs and our listenership. Yeah. We have like a ton of listeners every <clears> month. <throat> I checked the Libsyn and it was like crazy. So thank you everybody. We're, we're coming toward 200,000 uh, 200,000 yeah, divi- 200, unique downloads, which is crazy um you guys are neat and uh we have uh like we get a lot of uh people from Europe and Africa which is cool
2: Africa and, uh, was a real holdout for a while for us but uh they're
1: they're here now i think we've officially covered the earth here we are
2: let's see what do we got Doing it the right um way. two different people asking about recording the hmm. new record versus old records um uh, yeah, I, I don't necessarily want to read either of those. I didn't have anything to do with the new records uh, at all, except for when when they went into the first session, they wrote a couple songs I wasn't crazy about, and I wrote back or called, and I was like, tell them to stop being fucking cowards and do something different, and then they did. <laughs> um, that's
1: great advice, actually. Don't be a coward. Don't be a derivative coward. I think that's yeah, the that's, worst. That's
2: what I hate more than anything, <laughs> is oh doing something that you know works. But,
0: right,
1: you know, I mean, shit, whatever. Like, doing stuff that's derivative of what you've been listening to or what you think someone would like. You can't fall into that trap, man. Yeah.
2: I I, I kind of saw that coming down the pike, and I did some, like... No. I tried to, you know, pull up the the fucking the nose a little bit, and I think it worked. Not good. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. There will be more stuff from me coming out. Uh, that's That album, without me, is not going to be, like, the, the format from now on. When I have some time to record stuff, I'll uh, do it. Actually, I did... Uh, Two demos a couple days ago that are probably going to turn into some russian russian history-esque stuff so get ready for that great let's
0: uh
2: what. let's see what you got um
1: i've got one hans has it. anyone gotten at you after figuring out where you work i did a small amount of legwork on linkedin and found your particulars pretty easily just saying um thanks yeah, I don't get at you for what I don't know. Get at me? Oh, hey, you're that uh, you're that. Uh, yeah, I guarantee if I'm as stressed out at work and one of you motherfuckers gets at me at my job, I'm gonna have a fucking meltdown. First, of yeah, all. that's a weird thing. Don't like, don't 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 do fuck with my work. All right, my job sucks right now, big time. Um, I took a when the assistant vice president of my department asked me to do something, ask you to do something, like a project. He's like, hey, I really want you to work on this project with me. Uh, Because I read your resume and you have uh, an extensive background in what I'm asking you to do. What do you say?
2: Is there a project involving driving with your knee while you text? Or is there (laughs) there a different skill set I'm unaware of? No,
1: no, no. I mean, I I used to work for a state uh, department, uh, uh, New York State uh, Department of Economic Development. Ah. So, and he wanted to see if I had any... uh, like grant funding opportunity, I could find some grant funding opportunity. Oh yeah, you were into that grant shit for a yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, um, you know, he's assistant vice president of the department. So I have to, you know, I'm not going to be like, ah, you know, I'll get back to you. Um, well, I was like, okay, and I got shit from my other about two bosses because I violated work protocol. What? I didn't ask them. If I, oh, could, wow. I didn't ask them if I could take the, take the project from the assistant vice president. Like, it's almost like having three bosses is not like wow, conducive gee. to an easy work environment. Gee whiz, it's like having three bosses who never talk to each other is not, <laughs> it, like, wouldn't work out. That's so weird. <laughs> so I got accused today of not being professional because I didn't ask them if it was okay to say yes to a project that a, my high superior is offering me.
2: Okay, well then, they can't really do anything, so what fucking difference does it make? Yeah, you know, it's, no, yeah. but
1: I but they, like, turned it around on me, and it was so weird, and I wanted to, that get, is I wanted to freak out. <laughs> I mean, you as a manager, like, if you're, like, you don't answer anyone, you're the manager.
2: Oh, I, that is incorrect. Okay. I, I answer to, uh, uh, I actually had the same situation where I've got three bosses, too, but
1: uh, yeah. they at least all speak to each other. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I, you know, if... the the, the assistant vice president who just started a little while ago like takes me in his office and sits me down and says i really want you to work on this with me we're going to present it it's going to be great i'm not going to say no i'm just not going to say i'm not going to say no (laughs) like and they were all freaking out and it was like a heavy deal and uh then my, my boss like accused me of being in a daze which was really fucking weird um which wasn't true it's just, like, a bad scene. I just need to quit. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty bleak. And I just need to find another job. And, uh, you yeah, know, maybe I'll just... Uh, I got money in the bank. Maybe I'll just, like, quit and find out... Figure out what my next groove is, man. Just coast just for Just coast while. for a while, dude. You know how long it's been since I've seen the sunset? Like
2: I'm looking sh- <laughs> at it right now. How long's it been?
1: <laughs> like, shit like that. No, no, no. I mean, like, people use those... Type of exp- things as like uh, reasons to quit a job, yeah, which I love. <sighs> They're like, oh man, you know, it's, uh, I just. When's the last time you slept in? You
2: know, <laughs> you should never sleep in. What are you fucking talking about? Go to work. <laughs> I
1: know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, so that-
2: this. I was gonna say this question is, that I'm gonna read next is gonna be very heartless. Now that we've talked about oh, this, Jesus, spot, so go ahead. Okay, what is it? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm recently <laughs> unemployed. Uh-huh. And uh only have professional experience in sales. I'm worried that if I take another job in sales that I won't be able to get out of that line of work. What should I look for in a job to get out of sales? Okay, I get it. Um, <laughs> that would still value my experience. I don't 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 get out of sales for a while. Sales is easy and sales is like yeah. When you have a good sales job and you're good at it, you, there's no one telling you how much money you can make. You just keep doing it. It's it's directly yeah. to proportional to how much effort you put into it. So I'm gonna keep doing that for a while.
1: And there's a very um, there's a very American like underlying tone that's like if you don't like your job, just quit. and You can go and do anything. It's like you you this is your lot in life. You're good at sales, so stick with it. You know, I mean,
2: and you can I feel like you can learn anything you want. It's it's perfectly fine. But like I. I <sighs> I have salesmen working under me, so I have to have this conversation all the time, and I have to have it in usually more dire consequences, or in more dire situations than the one we're in right now, so, you know, bear with me if I get real heavy here, Mm. but, like, in sales, you are establishing value, kind of learning to, in a friendly way, impose your will on people, and learning to persevere. That's effectively, the, the, that's sales in a nutshell.
1: <laughs> so hate breed lyrics, essentially.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're you're learning to be in hate breed. None <laughs> of those skills, like, will ever not be useful in any capacity anywhere else in the real world. It doesn't make a difference. Like, every job needs some combination of those, so you're effectively at school right now. If you just take a sales job, it's fine. Um, But just don't fucking, don't half-ass it if you're going to do a sales job. Nah. Do it for real and, like, lean into it and... Uh, and make it something you learn from. Don't, you know, don't feel like you have to shy away from it just because you did it before. It's, it's fine. You can find other ways out of it. That's it. That's, uh, all right. That, that wasn't as heavy as I usually get.
1: <laughs> now it makes a lot of sense. I um, usually
2: you have to sit there at a desk and be like, listen, what I need from you is to be a salesman. I don't need you to be on the floor. I need you to be selling. I need you to be a professional, engaged, and motivated salesman.
1: Do you say that? I do.
2: Wow. Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) My
1: life is fucking weird. (laughs) What do they say? Are they like...
2: Usually they look at the ground and they go, all right. All right. They don't want to address the fact that I'm being like really overbearing and that, you know, like things aren't going well for them. So like I'm trying to like motivate them and instead I'm just like bothering them and making them upset and making them feel like they should be looking for other work. So yeah,
1: my boss is really good at that. She, I think she tries to motivate me by asking me to do little bullshit projects (laughs) <laughs> and I just, I just want to eat a knife. That just makes me feel so dumb. <laughs> like, yes, I will make you a new phone list. Stop asking me. I'll fucking, Jesus. I'll freak out. <laughs> like, really wild. Um, uh, Yeah. But yeah, I feel what else?
2: Let's get off jobs. What, what else we got going on here?
1: Well, um... Oh, hmm. Let's see. Yeah. This one... Uh, Hans, I hadn't heard much about your love or sex life recently. Any news? Um, I'm uh, seeing a woman from Philadelphia. Is this still happening? Yeah, it's still happening. Uh, we've, had, That's we've sick. Had, we've had bumps and we've had bruises. And it hasn't always been love and roses, my friend. But um, she's a sweetheart. And uh, we live um, far away. But we do what we can when we can and it's nice. And Ooh, I got a good
2: one here. No, go keep going. I got a, I got one in the hopper for you. <laughs> okay, <here. that's laughs> when it. you've gotten this thought out of your head,
1: now I'm uh, ready to rock and roll here. Oh, here we go. We're going to rock and roll. All right. Give me it to me.
2: I I always kill your stories halfway through because I'm always like oh shit and then it, and then it just deads it I'm I'm happy for you that's nice yeah,
1: It's okay I mean it's it's right. okay
2: oh well now you're single again no so
1: congratulations no. <laughs> I know she's a listener and uh, she um, occasionally um, well sometimes she'll be like I turned on an old episode and you were talking about fucking a 23 year old and I got sad and I'm like well it, yeah. I was pretty sad about it, too, so. I was like, fucked. Hey,
2: Periscope going off right now. Someone I've never heard of is live. That's great. Hey, thanks,
1: man. Does it go?
2: (whistles) No, I turned that shit off. Oh, okay. Um, All right,
1: are you ready for this?
2: I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you aware that Scott Stevens, former chief meteorologist for CBS6 WRGB in Albany, is now one of the leading chemtrails (laughs) geoengineering whack jobs on the internet? Thought you two might get a kick out of that. Check out his Facebook page when you get a chance. It's really something else. I feel so warm oh right now. Oh, my God. Scott it's
1: Stevens. Wonderful. I remember Scott Stevens. Holy wow. shit. I'm going to look up his website right now.
2: That's really exciting. While you do that, I'd like to hear Andrew go long on Shadowrun. Right. I can't really go long Shadow Shadowrun. I thought it was really fun, and I played it, you know, like two dozen times over the course of my life. But, like, I I don't know. I Just go play the Genesis game. I thought it was pretty all right.
1: Uh, listen to "Jet City Woman" by Queensrÿche. unofficial That's anthem. fucked
2: up all day, all goddamn day. "Jet City Woman" has been stuck in my head. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up and that you just said that. On, That's some chemtrail shit.
1: No, we're on a wavelength, man. We're on a wavelength. It's wild. I've wavelength. been sitting
2: there like doing dishes. Like. Jet I re- don't think I know what There's, we're at ending the podcast with. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, somewhere. In a cafe, mm. like, do you think there's a woman who's more scared to see Jeff Tate come in, or more scared to see Kip Winger mm. come into their cafe? Because you know that they just sit there and they talk to him, and they're real fucked up. Mm. Who do you think's scarier to like the lone barista who just wants to be left alone to be in her match? Jeff Tate. Jeff Tate. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kip Winger's probably very, like, quiet and solitary right now. Kip
1: Winger, I've seen interviews, because I'm a weirdo. I've watched recent interviews with Winger, mm. and I follow Kip, and I follow <laughs> Kip Winger on Facebook. And he's just, like, a laid-back, like, yeah, you know, just riding the wave, man. And, like, they still make, wow. like, they'll play, like, oh, Winger plays Ohio State, County Fair, and they'll make, like, 40 grand crazy wow, when i checked in with kip
2: winger last time his wife had died and he yeah. was in some kind of cult so that's sick
1: no he's fine him and um they got my favorite guitarist my favorite metal guitarist next to uh robin crosby um reb beach <laughs> <laughs> yeah my favorite heavy metal guitarist is reb beach Reb okay. beach yeah sure. reb beach uh who's like fucking the best I mean, he played the solo in uh, heading for a heartbreak it's so cool oh wow yeah, it's really good music, guys. Alright, if you want to put down fucking turn off the explosions in the sky, asshole. And put on Winger last track, first album, last track, heading for a heartbreak, and you'll understand what um like what Beethoven had in mind. Um. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Um
2: Let's see. Uh, you seriously buried the lead on the Market Goth Knight story. I, what is his cosplay fantasy? I think it's about time he makes an appearance on the drive. I, I agree. The
1: the vision of him walking home alone from Fusebox was so good. He claims he
2: doesn't remember me yelling at the window at him. He I saw him the does. next night, but Mark I think has he, a I, soft
1: I soul and a softer belly, and he he remembers everything. <laughs>
2: I'm I'm not, not gonna out his fucking cosplay fantasies But if he wants to come on here and talk about them He was, he was yeah. sharing them pretty freely I don't know if that's no, his uh, He's his into get down. some
1: hot, tight Latex fucking <laughs> All types of shit, man Cosplay, though He could yeah, come on I, We'll he's get local. him on, that's
2: a good idea you should, I think we should get him on, that's, that'd be a fun one You come
1: up to record, um, to la- relaunch my music career Essentially Yo, I'm going to sh- I'm going to put this dog in a Mighty Mike Tyson. I'm going to put so this good. dog in a headlock until it falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Enough! Um, Andrew, oh after shit. coming to the realization that the hardcore scene was a big waste of time, did you stop hanging out with the people who were still deeply involved in it? I came to the same realization and now I'm sitting here asking myself, what the fuck do I do now? Any advice moving forward? Uh, eh, not so much. Like, I don't know. I stopped hanging out with some of those guys. Um, <laughs> a few of them i you know would like i i didn't break contact but i just kind of you know went and did my own thing and i still catch up with them every now and then when we're in the same town um and yeah and a few people took it like i was like fucking giving up my citizenship moving to iran so uh <laughs> yeah it's you're gonna lose a couple people you're gonna actively pursue losing a few people that won't leave and then uh
1: I don't know, most people will just sort of get used to it. It's all
2: good. Don't sweat it.
1: Yeah, you'll just... I mean, for some people, hardcore and punk is a lifetime commitment to living below... Something. five Living below 500. Yeah. And for some people, it's something to look back on uh, semi-fondly and also laugh about. I mean, occasionally somebody like yesterday, Scott Scott J out of nowhere pinged me about uh, a demo I never even played on, and I couldn't remember <laughs> if I played on it or not. <laughs>
2: And he's, I finally gave in and added that dude on Facebook.
1: No, it's, he's, he's a, a warped, frustrated old man. And, um, <laughs> no, I'm, he's a listener. Apparently, I mean, at least he probably listened to that episode where we talked about Albany, uh, beef. Uh, Oh, definitely. Definitely. And, uh, which is fine. Whatever. Um, and like everybody chimed in, like, Oh, I still bump it every day, bro. And that was really like the You liar that se- separated the men from the boys right there. I still bump it every day, bro, still got it on my iPod. And then some people and I'm like, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> like, can someone please tell me if I played on this or not? My, <laughs> my name's on the liner notes, but I don't know if I played on it. <laughs> and then someone actually A dude I was in the band with Joe Cams was like yeah, you you never played on it. You played one show on guitar and then sang for a year and a half. And I was like, "Oh, okay,
2: neat." How was I? Was it fun? I don't remember. Yeah,
1: like it's not. It's, I'm not like big dicking by saying I forgot what happened 15 years ago. I've had other great memories to replace those crummy memories. You know, like I don't remember. I don't have. I don't, I don't remember playing the fucking Rotterdam Boys and Girls Club. Sorry.
2: No, no interest. Yep, got nothing.
1: It's cool. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I see flyers, and I don't remember being there, which is, I guess, the dream, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we got time for a couple more here. What do you got? Guys, I'm teaching myself to play the guitar, and, like all worthwhile things, it's hard. <laughs> Any tips? How did you guys lean? I'm assuming he means learn. P.S. My goal is to be a Hans-slash-Benny-level guitar player. Or if I'm ambitious, an Andrew level guitarist. Wow, oh, shit, high praise oh, coming shit. your way, man. Whoa,
2: fuck! I just played along with records. It was That's was exactly what I was learning by
1: listening. When I remember, it, I had a a, 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 a Takamine like Gibson Explorer copy. You know, I called it the cheesy Takamine, and had a broken neck. And I put brand new strings on it, and I had like a super hot pickup. And um, my dad was in a bagpipe band.
2: That's fucking sick.
1: Yeah. And he had a—he uh, used to give like banquets, so we had like a PV Rage amplifier just for um, like talking through. And uh, I played guitar through it until I broke the thing. And that was like one of the last times my dad's re- my dad really flipped out. Like he kicked it down the stairs and shit. And, like, oh yeah, at so frustrated because his son turned out to be like a stinky metalhead. And I mean, I'd be frustrated too. We all, you know, everybody thinks their son's gonna be president when he's born, and then you know, he's in a fucking size L. Slayer's shirt when he's I, when he's clearly a double X. Like I was that bad at that point. Um <clears throat> so he was probably pissed a little. Um But yeah, I just played along to Seasons in the Abyss and Megadeth and uh, I just played along to my favorite records and all you have to do is just learn how to tune to E and then play along and you should be fine. I came up with yeah. my own shit. I was a system quarterback, I always used to say. I can't I couldn't play like blues i can't play like a genre i can just play what i play and um it just ended up being like kind of weird like single string stuff and how, how was i to play with andrew was I, like frustrating to play with because i no, no, i had stage? no idea what the
2: fuck you were going to do so, <laughs> so uh, it was actually it was helpful because when you know someone what somebody else is going to do you fall into that fucking annoying like later era grateful dead shit yeah um well yeah you know, that's 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 uh, fine if i don't know what you're going to do it's more exciting for me
1: yeah it's kind of like making love yeah exactly and you're like oh um, is he gonna get oh my god he's on the side the side that's fucking crazy oh my god he's on the side instead of being I, from behind, uh, of- <laughs> <laughs> he never goes um, on the side I,
2: all i did was i just barred my finger across like the first three strings and played that way for a while just going up and down the neck <laughs> yeah. trying to uh to play and then I saw a poster of somebody making a power chord once, and I was like, oh, I should try that. Yeah. And I tried it. I'm like, oh, that's neat. I, sorry, I remember that was how I learned to play guitar. Metal
1: Edge Magazine, a poster of Tony Iommi. And I looked at his headstock, and I made my tuning pegs like exactly where his was. <laughs> and I, played a, I tried to play, and I was like, this sounds terrible. I, hadn't, I didn't even know how to tune a guitar. I thought that's where they were just supposed to go. Like I didn't know how yeah. it worked. It was so weird.
2: It is really good.
1: Uh, then I I ended up uh, seeing the world many times, playing music. It was amazing. I still, I'm gonna do it again, man. It's only I'm gonna bring my my Doctor Rhythm with me instead.
2: It's just gonna be you <laughs> in a suitcase full of fucking drum machines.
1: The, the shows, quote unquote, the shows I play are I literally, literally, uh No, it's um, it's I put the track on my phone. <laughs> and I plug it into the bo- I plug it into the board, and then I um I start it, and I, I have thirty seconds of silence where I can make it to where I'm supposed to stand, and then it then it starts.
2: All right, I, I, we gotta fix this. <laughs> Holy shit! All right. <laughs> well, I mean, we got we have a
1: drummer on board, and uh, we can we gotta fix this, man. You're on board. Are you are on board? This? Do I'm
2: you- on board. You got it. Oh, we'll fix this. Fix everything went
1: out. Yeah, this man. Too. I need <laughs> you to fix me, man. My career is about to take off, Andrew, but I can't do it without you. All right. I guess this is yes. They've Gosh. told me I only have a month to live without a liver transplant. You're, Holy my, only, shit. you're my only hope. <laughs> All
2: right. I'll drop everything. Hang on one second.
1: <laughs> Stop drinking that mate. God damn it.
2: Um, speaking of me fixing things, one of my favorite things are Andrew's personal development routines and advice. Can Andrew have a corner de- devoted to this stuff? You you gotta ask me like I can't just come on here and tell you things that are I'm doing in personal development that are neat that it it doesn't doesn't work Mm. Uh, I tried to do a podcast like that once it doesn't it doesn't fly it's uh, it's just awkward and I just stand there talking about waking up in the morning Um, sure but
1: how I mean how did it flow you just like it was just you talking about like
2: flowed okay yeah it's uh, I did I did two episodes of it and then I opted not to uh, put it up and I'm glad I didn't because the podcast that Patrick's doing right now is wildly similar to uh, He's doing a podcast, what I've done. Yeah, and I think he does it better than I did, That's so uh, I'm, I'm glad I didn't put it up. But yeah, you, you fucking go nuts. Or, or I'll... You know what? Yeah, go ahead and ask PD questions and I'll fucking... I'll find a time to go on Periscope once a week and do them or some shit. Whatever, whatever works. Perfect.
1: Yeah, perfect. Easy. Easy. Perfect. That's perfect, man. I got a lot of questions about my life. I need to improve my life. Are you with <laughs> You killed your joy. Jesus. Uh no, are I'm there a, are there any other ones? Look. I feel like you're really rushing me right now. I'm I'm I'm, I'm pushing your buttons right now. You're really you're really pushing my my button, my spe- my special button. Um GTA my should have an overnight drive radio sh- radio station. I, I agree fucking agree. Completely. You'd be cameo and gun club all day.
2: I would just uh, every time I would play the old Grand Theft Autos I would just always turn on the chat station and that, that would be the only thing I would listen to it would be like Laszlo it was, yes uh, it
1: was great Ken Laszlo hey hey guy which uh, somebody asked me if I could uh, post some more Italo tracks because they love the ones I posted and uh, of course I will I'll do that I didn't tonight. see that I'm going to
2: have to go back and see what your selections were
1: um, yeah that was a while that was a long time ago um, I just posted like "Hey, hey, guy" and uh, "Mr. Flaggio," like all the basics. Nice. Um, Perfect. But, uh, hey, hey, guys! So a... fucking good. Hey, hey, guy. Hey. Did you put
2: Miko Mission on there? Our man Miko.
1: No, yeah, definitely. I put Miko yeah, Mission excellent. and my favorite, um, Savage. Only you. The what? He's like Only he's like you. Lithuanian. Block but, system. Uh, mm. Block system. Oh, don't leave me now! Don't leave I me now.
2: He... Now that winter is arriving.
1: Now that winter is awaiting. No, no. Fox the Fox. Oh, my God. hmm Love Fox the Fox. Remember we started We, tri- we the-
2: started an episode with Fox the Fox, and when I want to hear it now, I have to go back and find that episode since I never <laughs> fucking download the song.
1: That's, that's the, one of the greatest songs ever written. It really no is. It's so good. Press a little lemon. It's the perfect pop song. And when I went to we went into the Netherlands, and uh, went to their fucking hometown, and I asked on stage, has anybody here ever heard of Fox the Fox? And uh, they said no, which was so fucking painful it's for me. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Because I look forward to it. That's probably why I slept with a hooker in that sitting.
2: No, it's probably, you were just so distraught.
1: No, she was watching It was like MTV. raining and you
2: were just, you were walking through the the streets. You were distraught. <laughs> you didn't know where to go. You didn't know what to yes. do. Oh, God,
1: I got it. You are just looking for your precious to...
2: little diamonds.
1: Oh, I was looking for my precious little diamonds. I struck out at a couple local bars. <laughs> and I'm like I'm like oh man they kick me out and then I so, those rain sobers me up quickly and I'm like oh man I need I need a lady to help me to get through the night
2: you saw her through the window with the red light and she mouthed the words you are my precious diamond
1: you are my precious diamond baby don't you see <laughs> and then some like,
2: hit a gong and then it was that was Bush! on
1: and then it was uh, and then it was uh it was on and I um, I did it with her she was great she put, like, hand lotion in her vagina when we wow, slept together. Wow, fucked yeah. up. She's Jesus like, Christ, I need bit
2: what is with today? I'm seeing so much dark shit today. What no, the that
1: fuck? Mean, no, she, maybe I didn't get it, you know, I didn't get it going for you know? She didn't get uh it took her, like, a little little bit of time to get hot when I, t- when I took my... Sure, and that was when back then when I could like run, and I was like, I was like lean, oh, like much thinner than I am now.
2: We're getting you back in that running tip. I, otherwise, you're gonna like. I don't want you to fucking die at fuse well, box. So Jesus, we're gonna get you I back almost, on that shit. I
1: had a, I had a like a real deal seizure. I felt like, I felt my body felt deficient. Like I felt like, like I
2: want you to think about that. You almost died at fucking fuse box. The, like I the know. place that your soul can't leave. Like you'd be there forever.
1: I know, Andrew. I know, man. All right. Well, I mean, oh, shit.
2: Like you and the guy from Missing Foundation just haunting <sighs> the spot forever, Son of a
1: bitch. And that kid who got hit with a claw hammer at the Q.E. Two. And the claw
2: hammer kid.
1: And the Dude, guy who uh, got a uh-uh. syringe in <laughs> his back. Man, I missed the Q. What a great place. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but the guy. Were you there the night that the guy threw the air conditioner out the window? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> high quality. High quality. High quality. Boy, what a great club. I was, so yeah, you would have been around all those fucking those tortured souls. Tortured souls, you
1: know. I know. I know. I know. I know. This is why I need to like quit my job and and get a, and do music or do something creative and try to make money doing that or find a different job or do something. Because I'm here. I'm here. I'm always here. All
2: right, you're, you're,
1: all right. We're we're doing personal development in the corner. Fuck it. Personal development in the corner, Andrew. Uh, yeah, I. All right, I, I, I love to- it. And it's been a. I've been on the Good Foot for a while, and and. Uh, I like when uh, Andrew's still there to give me some really good life advice. So here we go. I almost died a fuse box. Just remember that. All right. So now
2: you've almost died a fuse box. I need you to go home and sit down with a piece of paper, like somewhere that you'll actually see it and remember it, and write down like a long-term goal, two near-term goals, and five short-term goals. Okay. And that's just what you work on. That's gonna be it. <laughs> Rather than going to the fuse box and having seizures, it's gonna be like, oh, okay, that's right. I, I wrote down I have to run today. And I'm going to uh, feel extra shitty if I don't. So now I just have to go and do it. Th- th- you don't have to run a mile. Literally, you can run five minutes one day and you've made positive progress. God it's like it's it. not like you, you, you build towards it. I know. Um, I need to do it. Yeah, that's five goals, short term, two goals, medium term, one goal, long term. They can change. It doesn't make a fucking difference. It's, 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 it's not about necessarily achieving the goals. It's about making it from point A to point B and being like, all right, well, I've made measurable progress on this. I've decided I don't want to move to, I don't know, Turin, like my long term goal said for some reason. Uh, but whatever, I made measurable progress. That's yeah. that shit right there.
0: Measurable right,
1: that's the end progress.
2: Measurable fucking progress.
1: All right. I mean, I'm down. All right.
2: Show that's me. the end of PD Corner for this week.
1: I love PD Corner. I, I need to. Yeah, I need to. I love PD Corner. <laughs> I I can't spend another winter in Albany. I can't. Because all you do is stay in... I mean, you don't do anything. Ugh, what the fuck? I gotta... I gotta... I can't. I can't. Andrew, I can't. All right, so go somewhere then. What the fuck? I know. I have dough. I can just move. You got dough? Do it. Yeah. Yeah. I can move to Portland and work at a record store.
0: I I totally see
1: what you're saying, man. Or I can get some forearm tattoos in Ten (laughs) Bar in Omaha. Yeah. Or I can move to Chicago and play bass for a local band.
2: Yeah, if you don't want to winter in fucking Albany, <laughs> I would not move to Chicago if I were you. Just Remember that picture about... where they got hit, hit by the snowstorm and people were just abandoning their cars on yeah. Lakeside Drive? <laughs> like, that was one of the most like, disturbing photos I've ever seen.
1: No, it's you know, why they abandoned their cars, because one pussy was afraid to drive in, in the snow up front, and then he made everyone else suffer. That's why. Jesus Get Christ. off the highway, drive on the overland streets, don't be a puss. All right, you, if, you, if you have enough torque in your pedal, you can get through anything. Just drive. God damn it! Anyway, Chicago's
2: yeah. is very uh, very soft. So, Andrew,
1: did you like my um, my goal? I just listed some of my uh, semi long term goals for you.
2: I'm going to ask you to
1: rework those for next week. <laughs> okay,
2: so I won't. I'm going to ask you to take a second
1: look at those. That's, that's one of
2: those things I say at work. I want you to take a second look at this.
1: I can like grow my hair long and like ready for trash talk. Yeah, keep taking a look at
2: these. Keep. I can learn. Keep, I can keep s- running them through a little bit. I can learn how to skate. All right, that you should do. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I can skateboard.
1: I, I'll break yeah, my foot. Yeah, that'll be good. The, the second I break my elbow, I'm be so pissed. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug this week? Bear Match is coming on strong. Check Clearly. it out.
2: I, it's so weird for you to say that and actually have it happen. That's sick.
1: It only took me two years of bullshit and lies to actually get this going. I know. It's, it's weird. It's somebody,
2: not a lie it's happened.
1: Somebody asked me today uh, what I like devote my... Would I devote time and, like, in a professional manner to uh, Bear Mattress if I got signed to, like, a large indie label? And I was like, yes, <laughs> I definitely yeah, would. Of course, why not? I it's like, yeah, the question was, like, would I pursue Bear Mattress professionally and full time if approached by a large indie label? Yes, I would. I don't think my songs hint, are strong hint. enough yet, but, yeah, 4AD, what's up? Me and Mac to, me and Mac DeMarco, boom, boom. What up? He seems like he uh, smokes a lot. He smokes way too much, though. So.
2: I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. Mac I have DeMar- no idea what you're saying Andrew, right now. Andrew,
1: your uh, self-defense family is covered in Pitchfork. You should, You need to know who Mac DeMarco is because you're going to end up touring with him someday. Yeah, probably, but uh, it won't be me touring with him.
2: I'll be calling in every few days and be like, how'd that go? Crowd <laughs> suck. Sure cool. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Neat. Twitter beef. Uh, speaking of uh, self-defense family, pick up the new record. It's out it's uh it's available for you there are i think eight songs on it and one of them is by far the best song that's uh that this incarnation has done so i uh yeah i urge you to pick that up that's all i got great do it sick all right well then i guess we are we're on track we're trying to do this thing weekly yeah and we'll be back next week with 93 Three? three wow we're gonna hit that 100 three.
1: we're gonna have to hit the brakes. So we're gonna hit that 100 mark too soon we're gonna, we're gonna yeah, we'll, the... we'll take a vacation we'll be all right yeah it'll be all right uh oh <laughs> uh, in the uh well uh NFL Hall of Fame game August 9th, Steelers versus Vikings uh marking the beginning of the football season and our long national nightmare will be over
2: yeah I have an issue in that Steelers versus Vikings is like the game <laughs> I have the least amount of fucking torque in I could possibly <laughs> imagine like it's like that, and then like children's rugby. Like I cannot think of anything I like have less of a stake in than that. But whatever, we'll. I'll, I'm just excited to see football again. So that's.
1: I just want to see I live. To I just want to see live ball again, dude. That's all.
2: Yeah, I had that moment. I had that moment in Albany when I was sitting there outside, and I was just like, "Fuck! I wish there was football on tonight." And I, yeah. you know, once you have, it's like scratching a mosquito bite. Once you have scratched it you're now going to scratch it a lot and yeah. now it's ever since then it's all i have wanted to do is watch football so
1: 100%.
2: Here goes. Watch Seahawks football. I, I'll even watch the Steelers Vikings. That's how that's how Yeah. Like, that's how starved America is that we're all going to tune in and watch this fucking horse shit game played <laughs> well, by fucking two terrible teams. That's
1: the, thing, the 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 practice squads and uh, the taxi squads haven't even been formulated yet so this is like all dudes who definitely aren't going to make the team playing
2: Oh yeah that was actually last year during the hall of fame game i got really amped and then i remembered at the beginning of the second quarter i'm like oh yeah this is, like, this is gonna be <laughs> pop warner from here on out yeah, never mind
1: clown squad
2: yeah like eli threw his fucking three passes and
1: that's that was the end of it remember the one year that eli manning was in a preseason game and had one series and threw a pick that was the best <laughs> <laughs> he threw a pick during essentially a practice game which was so good
2: uh, do you remember when Eli Manning won a Super Bowl for us yeah. a couple of years ago? That seems weird, doesn't That's it?
1: It's so weird. Now he's just, uh, he's like hes like a modern-day Mark Bulger.
2: Every time, like, y- you spoke some truth a couple of episodes, a lot of episodes ago, but it still resonates. Every time I see that dude, I hear your voice in my head go, he's, he's like, fucked up. There's, like, something wrong with him. He's fucked up. <laughs> and true. it's true. He, there is something really fucking wrong with him. I hope he has addressed it. Like, I hope he's, like gone and seen a hand trembler or something and, like, gotten, like, whatever, like, whatever was on his back, off of his back, and I hope he's, uh, in, in top form again. Holy shit, I can't, I don't know if I have another year of, like, fucking, like, Eli, like, doing his eli shit, and now fucking JPP's, like, lost a finger. They'd never be (laughs) the
1: same, man, lost a finger.
2: I love that did uh did jpp's finger cost him 40 million dollars uh yeah yeah yes fucking... like 100 percent. yes thank he, good headline yeah yeah
1: he fucking had to play with fireworks like a little kid no. yeah like yeah not looking great no he fucking <laughs> it's really dumb i hopefully yeah. he's he sees was smart and uh actually no an insurance policy wouldn't even help him on that yeah, so, no that's that's <laughs>
2: That's like a done deal. I think they're still going to sign him. I don't know in what capacity he's going to play. Uh, I don't know what finger he lost. I don't. Know. I have. I saw the one headline and then I stopped looking because I started to like my head started to hurt. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't anticipate him. <laughs> I don't anticipate him adding much to uh, to the lineup.
1: Yeah, <sighs>
2: who knows? I could he be wrong. Fucking man. Jerry Garcia played guitar with fucking three fingers. Went up.
1: He did. Tony Iommi doesn't have fingertips.
2: That's true. Actually, He's all true. right, you're all right. You're you're bringing it back to me. Maybe he'll. Yeah. Well. All right. <laughs> all right. We'll be back next week with ninety three. I'm gonna go drink.
1: Oh man. Me too. I'm gonna go drink a lot of beer and die at Fusebox. Fuck that. <laughs> Five goals. Five goals. Uh, okay. Well, I had some. I mean, you know. Yeah. Like work at a battery factory. Perfect. Perfect. All right, we'll start from there. <laughs> okay. Sick. All right, well, goodbye, everybody, and thank you for listening. Ah, cue the music. Have a
0: Get funny, but I'm a nigga, don't cut no bigger. No then I'm this lady, my baby, and I'm a hustlin' cool. that's just what I am. You bet I pick for Robin Lee, pick for Robin Lee, pick the pen, pick the tea. I wouldn't pick somebody, but it wasn't good but I pick for Robin Lee, pick for Rob Lee.